so we'll do like a little intro here. But so we've got Arbor season on. You guys, so Shane and Emily is their name, and I'm sure people are familiar with them. Your guys' camera's kind of here. You can, I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> Just going to sit like this there. the whole time. Yeah, I'm talking to you, and you're looking over there. But um, no, so I, the reason I really wanted to get you guys on it, well, first and foremost, because like we ran into each, well, we actually didn't even run into each other. Uh, we Thankfully, were that would have been bad if one of us <laughs> ran into the other one. <laughs> oh, Emily, you're on fire. No. So we'll make a long story short. We'll go out in Sedona doing our YouTube thing, and we're kind of wheeling and doing some off-road stuff out there. And we're parked. Our whole thing um, when we travel is park off the beaten path where nobody's going to find us. And uh, We found you. We found <laughs> Unintentionally. <laughs> and I remember we pulled in that night, and I'm like, what the heck? Who parked right out here next to us? <laughs> And then that was before I checked uh, Instagram, and sure enough, it was you guys. Yep, and, at a um, shooting range, yeah. an unofficial shooting range out in the middle of the desert. Yeah, <laughs> which is wild because we didn't know until literally we just talked to them out there, but there was a bullet hole in their bus <laughs> that they're pretty sure came from that shooting range. Which Can't is, imagine where else it would have come from. I mean, you park overnight at a shooting range, and you're kind of asking for it at that point. <laughs> in a big know. blue bus, it's like a target. <laughs> I mean, gosh, you'd think like, uh, you know, we're in the parking lot. Not in the shooting range is the opposite direction. People would be responsible <laughs> enough not to shoot at the bus. But yeah. every time I look at the bullet hole, I think death and you guys. I don't know, like, <laughs> that's all I think. So. Our friends were out there too, and they had a camper, and they had a bullet hole that they discovered a few weeks later. But it had gone all the way through both sides of their camper. And for me, I'm like, that just goes to show you the sturdiness of a school bus versus a so camper. It, so it didn't go through. It didn't even go all the way through the window. I think somebody had taken it out because we didn't find the bullet. But it's And it very, didn't go anywhere it, else. It had to have been a ricochet. It had to have been. But there's like a hole. But I wonder yeah. if it like got stuck in the window. Oh, I've seen ricochets go through. I mean, go through like car doors even. So. That's cr- I didn't even that know makes that's more sense. It. It's probably a ricochet. But that didn't wow. happen to their camper. It went straight through. And I'm like, another mm-hmm. reason why I love living in a bus. Yeah. <laughs> they're stout. These? They're stout. Yeah, yeah. I know. Can oh, I? the, the boom amazing. arms? Yeah. Yeah, and those are like low quality ones. This one over here. I mean, and see, oh, I you don't get it. the nice one for yourself. Yeah, mm. And the microphone, yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm here more. Wow. <laughs> You're fine. only here once. That's true. That's true. But no, I mean, like with those, when you touch them, you can hear it. You can't hear anything on this one. It's, it's, uh, wow. I mean, it's eventually I'm going to do all those setups, but just this microphone is like 500 bucks. Wow. Mm. So to try to do four of those is a little a bit steep. Once, Understandable. Because the soundboard and the cameras and, and then this is really kind of new um, for us because we mostly like traveling. Yeah. And kind of what I figured is like, since Brandy's a teacher, so she um, teaches school for a living. So throughout the school year, we got to be back home. Oh, yeah. And so I started this to, to kind of have something supplemental that I could do when we're back in town and I can't love travel that. all the time. Yeah. So, and I enjoy, like, I've had, I mean, just so many different people on just kind of talking about life and talking about things. And usually I try to get some somebody with, you know, some kind of an interest, uh, interesting background so they have like a plot to our conversation. Mm. This is basically just a really good way to like make new friends. You could like make up a whole <laughs> podcast and just invite people. Can you come to my podcast? And then you like, you don't even post it anywhere. You're like, I'm so glad that we're friends now. It's not even really a podcast. <laughs> no, you don't like, record it or anything. I just wanted to get to know you a little bit. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good icebreaker, I guess. 
So, like, tell me, you said a minute ago you guys have been traveling for, like, seven years. Yes. So seven years, all of it's been in the bus? No. No? The bus is relatively new. We were in a Class C RV for almost four years, and then we converted the bus over quarantine. So we've been in it since July 4th of 2020. We've done a lot of walking, too. (laughs) No. no, we didn't he's, he's... But we did take Emily's, uh, she has like a little Mazda car, and we've taken that like cross country quite a few times before we had kids. Yeah. So we did the college market, so we did lots of colleges, and um, yeah, we took that thing a lot of miles. Because we had, we had to like go to Reno and just do one show and then go back to St. Louis, and we were like, makes more sense to just take a car and save the gas money rather than like an RV. Hmm. But I was really pregnant, and it was really not fun. <laughs> pregnant with the first. Yes, with the first one. So you hadn't really thrown. She was just complaining the all the time. Like, yeah, <laughs> Being so in a car, happens. a tiny little clown car for eight hours when you're pregnant is not super fun. So you still had a home base then, and you were you were leaving from there and just basically doing road trips to do shows. Not really. Once we got married, we officially had no more like home base. Like we were in Florida. We had weekly gigs that we did all the time. We played at Disney. We did a lot of bars and restaurants and beach gigs, but we didn't have like a house that we lived in. It was just the RV. Like that was full time. And then when we started traveling to do colleges, probably like two years after we got married, we like really had no home base and we were just kind of bopping around the country, you know? So did you say two years after you got married? Yeah. And I would say so. So most of the time, most of your marriage, you oh, yeah, traveling. Yep. And we lived, oh, I moved yeah. into the RV the day that we got married. Like he was already living in it by himself. And then when we got married, I moved in and that was it. So that was like seven years ago. <laughs> so you found a guy that lived in an RV. No, that's not how it happened. <laughs> Trust I did. Me. So, okay. We were at this gig in Indian Rocks Beach and this guy had his RV there. Uh-huh. And he, I guess, travels the country and he fixes like like stoves and things like that. Uh-huh. And so the thing that opened up this whole world for me was um, was that guy, Clay, uh, Creighton. 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 Absolutely. And, and so I, I never met him again. It was just that one time. And he's like, oh, do you want to come look at my RV? And as soon as he pulled up the bed and there were clothes under there, I don't know. That was it for me. I'm oh, like, it had like a gas uh, gas struts where it you know, lifted the bed up. Yeah. yeah. And like all of his stuff was under the there. Our motorhome has that. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Huge storage. Mm-hmm. And that was it yeah. for me. I'm like, you live in this thing? And that was it. I never wanted to live in a house. Ever I again. was super, I was not into the idea. I remember meeting Creighton and I was like, I don't know, Shane. Like we weren't even dating at the time. We were just doing gigs together. We did that for about three years unofficially. Like we, we were officially not dating and it was really complicated and dumb. And, and then we did start dating. And he started talking really seriously about getting an RV. And I, was I remember like, like I, it was like almost an intervention because your parents even showed up and were like, I don't think this everyone is a good was idea. trying to talk him out of it. We were like, this is crazy. And the whole story, even of how he got the RV is hilarious and bizarre. <laughs> but I will say your dad, um, he was like, I, I liked his answer. He's like, I think it could be a good idea, but I, I, you just need to think about wait until this date or whatever is what he said. <laughs> did you? I didn't. I didn't. No. I went against his word, but that he was he wasn't like 100% against it. He was just really wise and saying, "Wait till this date and see." My dad, my parents have loved he, him from the start. So they're <laughs> they're pretty supportive of even his crazy ideas because he ends up being right sometimes. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah, that's almost one of those things too. It's like, "Wait, to, hoping you'll change your mind. Wait till this date." <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I know when he got the RV, um, <clears throat> he started living in it and we were dating. And I remember like we went on the first like really big RV trip that we did. And we had three other people that were with us in a class C RV for seven weeks going out west into Washington. So seven people in this and wait, seven people, one, two, three, f- five math. Sorry. Five people in this well, RV. You're thinking of the cats. Oh yeah, we, we had, had two, two cats, had two, two cats, cats and five people. And five people, and seven a class weeks. C, so it's thirty feet or under. Yeah, probably. it was thirty feet. Yep. <clears throat> and um, the whole time, like we'd been dating for like eight months at this point, and the whole time I was just thinking, I do not want to live this life. <laughs> I don't want to live in an RV. So I'm just, I'm gonna have to break up with him. We were at a college, and she started crying because she like. Realized- I was like, what would I do with all my stuff? Like, I was not about it, and so I was like, sure, I was gonna have to break up with him when we got home, <laughs> and I'll never. <laughs> so- She's planning it out before you get. Oh, back. it gets so much better. No, don't tell him that part. Okay, all because right. <laughs> th- that'll ruin the ending of my my version of the story. So. We he drops me off at home after the whole trip. I get back to my apartment in Florida. He says goodbye and he walks out. And I immediately I missed him. And I was like, oh, man, well, I guess that's it. I'm going to have to marry him. And he proposed two days later. <laughs> the whole time we were on that trip, he was trying to find an engagement. So he's planning a proposal. And, and I'm planning, planning a breakup. breakup. <laughs> yep. But it was good. There's a country song or something. I know. In that, so. It tested our love. And so then when I was sure, like I was so sure. And I was like, yeah, I would. I would live in an RV to be with him. And so never, ever questioned it since then. It was a good questioning period, but it's really funny. <laughs> well, I'd say a bus is a good middle ground because it's so big. Absolutely. It yeah. was a huge upgrade. Well, people say all the time too, like, okay, well, you moved into a longer bus because our RV was 29 feet and this is a 40-foot bus. But... They're like, yeah, but you probably lost a lot of space with no slide outs. I'm like, our RV didn't have slide outs either. So. No, we were oh, already so, you so were in accustomed. in a class C with no slide outs. It was mm-hmm. like, it was very baseline. It was the only RV that he got approved for. Like, we literally were playing at a bar gig, met this guy who walked in who was on vacation in Florida from Delaware, and Shane told him he wanted to live in an RV, but he had no credit history and needed a co-signer. And this guy's like, I'll do it. Some random person? A random, random person. The next day, they went to an RV show, and he co-signed with Shane to get this the RV that we lived in. Dave and Ramsey would not approve. No, Dave Ramsey would be like, OMG. <laughs> that is so wild. <laughs> Terrible so idea. Went asked a random person to co-sign for you, and they did. Well, no, I didn't ask them. Did you say that? No, he didn't. Shane didn't ask. He just told him, this is what I ha- want to do. And this guy, Brian, he was like, I'll do it. And so Shane you was like, what? You just mentioned it in passing. Well, because like, Yeah, because he asked, what do you want to do? Um, like, you know, what are your dreams? What are your goals? What's next? I was like, well, this is what we really want to do. And he's like, well, what's stopping you? And I'm Canadian, don't have a cosigner or whatever. And he's like, oh, I'll do it. Isn't and that crazy? Do you still talk to this guy? Yeah, we time? do. We're, yeah. We just saw him this summer because he lives near um, this city that we visited in New Mexico. And he came up and met up with us, him that and his wife. So and it was, cool. I know, he's a great guy. We have a blast with him. We, so. Our whole entire first EP is written about him. And Four songs that are about him. Yeah. We were like, what can we do to say thanks? Because we don't have any money. So <laughs> we wrote him four songs. <laughs> yeah. That's so wild. Our, our nanny is messaging us because she left her water bottle in our car. And she's going home now. So <laughs> sorry. I'm she's not trying to be rude. The, she's coming all the way here. She's going to come here and pick up her water bottle. <laughs> That's fun. All right. <laughs> so do you, when you get to places, do you get a nanny there or do you have one that travels with you? Or 
with they travel, it's it's different depending on the situation. So Silver Dollar City mm-hmm. hires us for like the Harvest Festival and the Christmas thing. So this isn't the first time you've done it. Though. This is the second year only. Okay. Uh, but I think it's going to be like every year. I can't imagine not doing it. I think I would be so sad and feel like I was missing out. But this girl is awesome because she and her mom, they met us last year when we were playing there. And then she gave us a ride to the airport back in June when we needed to go to Alaska. And like I got in the car with her and we talked for like five seconds and I was like, I like you. Would you ever like be a nanny? She's like, I am a nanny. And I was like, oh, do you like Silver Dollar City? And she was like, yeah. So she came and she's been our nanny and she's gotten to go home on weekends and stuff like that because she just lives in Kansas City. But most of the time we have a nanny that lives with us and travels with us. Okay. Primarily. Well, you guys are lucky with running into the right people. Uh, I I don't believe in luck, but I do feel like I very I seriously sometimes I'm like how how did this happen? I mean, you know, people ask how do you find your nannies, and I'm like, we don't. It just gets sometimes like we met this girl last year because I posted on Facebook, and I was like. We're looking for a nanny. If anyone has suggestions, send me a message. And it was like a friend of a friend from my homeschool group growing up. Never, met, I met this girl for five minutes on FaceTime and I was like, all right. And she came and she was our nanny for six weeks. We're great friends now. She's like part of our lives. She's been on the road with us now. She's going to come back again this summer. And it was just like, she could have been a crazy person. Like we yeah. didn't know her. <laughs> well, we still don't really know. I mean, she could still turn out to be crazy. We, we have some know. friends that say she might be a Russian spy, but she's not. <laughs> yeah. Is that kind of tough having like a somebody that's not really part of the family just stuck in your motorhome with you? Because I mean it's a small space. You're sharing a bat one is it a one bathroom bus? <laughs> it's a one yes. One bathroom bus. One bathroom bus. You doing laundry at laundromats? Yeah. yeah. So everybody's dirty laundry's in there. Absolutely. But the shower is separate from the bathroom, which is helpful that is so nice. that when Shane is in the bathroom forever and ever and ever and ever, <laughs> we can still take showers. He's taking care I of have, his Instagram posts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I all right, now that you brought it up. Um <laughs> so if I'm like, you know On the toilet. On the toilet, you know, doing number two. <laughs> uh-huh. That's when I like I every single morning I like to post a reel and it's just it's just like my morning routine. It's just what happens. So As I post, if it didn't take you forever before you started posting. So videos. you're in there editing a reel? I mean, yes. So I'll, I'll post the real because we always we do YouTube videos every single Sunday, uh-huh. and then um, I literally take clips every single morning of that video and I post it as a reel. And then my teeth brushing thing, like regiment, is so long because every single time I go to the dentist, they take a teeth out, a tooth out. They take a teeth they out. Take a teeth out. So I've mean, been in Branson too long. Yeah. <laughs> no. They take a teeth out. And so I, I'm like, I'm like a good five to ten minute like teeth brusher I floss make sure I get everything and then such a luxury I go into the bathroom for like five seconds and both children immediately are like pounding on the door one of them's like I have to go to the bathroom the other one's like mommy mommy <laughs> it's because you're you're gone you're not keeping up with them I know. So you disappear mommy mommy, mommy <laughs> yes that's mommy. how she says it over and over daddy, it's daddy, so daddy, funny mommy mommy uh, do you got a fenced off area where they can or you keep them out or you uh, <laughs> no, no. i want to do that i want to get one of those fences that you can collapse so that like we could put them outside kind of like in our own yard yeah not like a cage, like we would be out there too. Well, you can oh, get that. Yeah, you but, can get that like cosh, uh, like that uh, construction plastic fence. Yeah, you know, it rolls up into a roll. Exactly. And just roll it around four stakes out and out in a staked off area. 
I I want to yeah. do something like that in the That's future. That's pretty smart. Yeah. We may like paint it white or something, so it's yeah. not this like you could probably get it in white yeah, instead <gasps> of orange or yellow. Oh my gosh, I never and thought then, about that. And then that. literally, it's just you know four stakes. You know, you just hammer four stakes and run that around it. That's it, brilliant. It, yeah, it should be pretty easy. I've been wanting to do something like this for a while because yeah. our daughter is a runner, as we said, and we were out in the desert this past winter, and it was. I mean, there's just cactus everywhere, and she was learning how to walk. So she just basically right. didn't go outside for three months because I was like, I'm, I don't even want to deal with that. It was stressful. <laughs> yeah, that is. Do you still yeah. have pets in there too, or just the kids? No, nah, just, just the kids. The kids. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about getting a cat, but there's one reason. There's one thing stopping us now because we love cats, but we have this one nanny who's like my best friend, and she like is super allergic to cats. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, no. Yeah, it's not worth the. Having a cat to not have the nanny, I guess. No, and yeah. like also and it limits, yeah, it limits so much. And since we go to so many events that are, um, like schooly and van life events, and we we don't want to limit who can come in and who can't because of an animal, or yeah. even like worrying about it running away. Like we did that whole thing, and it was great. But someday when we get a house or whatever, we'll have some fun outdoor cats or something. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got Elon, uh, a dog, but he. Uh, yeah, did you say Elon? Yeah, you e- named like, your dog Elon, like Elon Musk. Well, well, who else would it be named after? <laughs> what other Elon is there? Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a couple of them out there. Yeah, he's kind of like but pre pre Twitter and and all the stuff. Um, like man, ever since SpaceX, like that dude's been an idol to me. Like he did a lot of cool stuff. So <laughs> I'm like, what better? I've kind of had a track record of naming my dogs after people I liked. Anyway, like that's the, awesome. The one before him was Bradford from Sam Bradford in the NFL and. Um, I don't know what the dog was before that. But anyway, I don't know. There's something <laughs> that comes to mind quick. Yeah. Um, but anyway, before we had him, yeah, um, he's just – it's the same thing. When you go on on long trips, it's kind of a pain in the butt. Kids mm-hmm. are actually easier than dogs because – That's what I say. You can take kids with you yes. everywhere you go. You know, yes. You can't do that with a you dog. You probably should, too. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, nowadays – It's illegal if you don't. Well, oh, yeah. well, once they get a little older, like Connor and Clara, we leave them at home every once in a while for a few hours, but – how um, dare you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could never imagine. No. Yeah. We, you know what we talked about is what if we got like an emotional support goldfish? Wow. You have to take that thing with you everywhere you went. Like a yeah. like a. I you think know. you have to get a little vest for them that says uh, service. I just wonder if people fish. would stop you, like, or if they would just like let you. I don't go. think so. We're this is 2022. I think you can if you can marry uh, the Eiffel Tower. I think you can get away with it. Yeah, it's, True getting, that. it's getting weird with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I tell you, when I go into a restaurant and they got a dog with a service vest on, and uh, that's what I'm thinking. Man, like, where does that stop? Do you need your dog at the dinner table with you? Is it hot in here? It is. It's a little bit toasty. <laughs> Why were you doing something? I did She's this because I am a little bit hot. Well, we're all dressed for winter, and I got the heat rolling in. Here. Well, we were out. We were performing outside at Silver Dollar City today, so I'm wearing fleece under everything right now. So <laughs> I'm a little bit toasty. I'll turn it off. Thank and, you, and sh- Brandy. I'll turn it off, and it'll probably chill down immediately. But since we're all in sweatshirts, we should be fine. I oh, think. I'm not worried about it. Okay. I could, Cold's I could better do it. Than hot. It would just get really interesting. We would start talking about really <laughs> intense subjects. We're just, we're just sweating or we're shivering either yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, the the first thing that comes to my mind whenever we talk about like traveling, and then I see your rig and you're in this bus. I don't know if you've seen it all, but we just built a box truck, and and you saw our our motorhome, right? So mm-hmm. we have this. Um, that, that thing's big, two slide outs, bunk beds for the kids. Everybody has their own space. There's a bedroom in the back for us, washer and dryer in it. Um, 
And we started doing this box truck because it's smaller and easier to get around in. Well, the box truck is only an 18-foot box. Wow. And I built the whole thing. It was a FedEx truck before, and we built it from scratch. And we're just kind of getting to the finishing stages of it. Um, which next week we're getting a sleeper built on the, over the cab on the front. Mm. And that way the kids will be all the way in the front and we'll be all the way in the back. And then there's you know, a little bit of space. Is this on your Instagram? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really do Instagram that much. I don't like Instagram. What's it? So YouTube is your, is your thing? Yeah, YouTube. And, and we started kind of doing a lot of stuff on Rumble. Um, Rumble, what's that? Rumble is new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're just, man. There's so many things. If, if we're going to be, like, honest, um, so I started putting this podcast on um, YouTube when I first started it, and our main channel, Ben and Brandy, is on, you know, it's on our, on YouTube. Well, since these two accounts are tied together, anything that I might say on the podcast that maybe YouTube doesn't want me to say, I don't want that to reflect on our main channel, which right. has happened to a couple creators just recently where – they were outspoken about something on one of their other channels, and they deleted their main ch- channel oh. because of it. Um, I don't know if you follow, like some of these big YouTubers, Steve Will Do It is one of these guys. I don't really do the YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy. Like um, We're like in a world where you can't speak your mind yeah. in public, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm the wrong guy to not speak my mind pretty much anywhere. <laughs> So <laughs> being tied. You said the service dog thing with the tables. Yes. I was like, oh yeah, this guy. All right, yeah. <laughs> Are you from Missouri? Yeah, like I was oh. born in Missouri. Um, Brandy was from Texas, so you know, we got married really young, and I moved to Texas to kind of. Um, she had it like a full scholarship at Texas Tech. So we lived there for a while. We were kind of doing that, and as soon as Connor was born, we're like, well, we better get back closer to you know, kind of family. And oh that's yeah. When I moved to Branson, and that's probably been. How old are you, Connor? 13. That was about 12 years ago. Wow. And we've been back here ever since. You guys are so young and you have a teenager. Yeah, yeah. That's Uh, weird. Brandy and I got married when we were 18. Oh. And Connor was born um, when we were 19. Wow. Yeah. I have some friends like that. She was in school. She's got a master's degree and was able to hold like a 3.9 through college with Connor and Clara. That's Crazy. So impressive. Yeah. Superwoman. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. So um, Man, I can barely like get out of the bed in the morning. I'm so. not a, I didn't even make it through <laughs> high school. Like I dropped out of high school and she's got a master's degree. So Wow. Big, big difference. But I mean I was you know, I started my first business when we were out in Texas and we did that. Um and just had to make it work until she was able to have an income. So Wow. Yeah. And now cool story. With, with YouTube, you know, it's like um Gosh, it's so up and down with their revenue and with mm-hmm. their view time, and and now with shorts being introduced to the game, and it's like shorts are, you know, they're hit and miss, and we've been doing really well with shorts, and it's just like stupid stuff, like the trending stuff. Oh, I, did I hate a, keeping up with <laughs> trends. It's so I up, annoying. I, up I know. It. It's so funny because yeah. I'm like, okay, we're at this place on Instagram where I'm like, we've yeah. never had twelve thousand followers before on anything, yeah, except maybe Spotify, I guess. But I'm yeah. like, I. The more we grow in it, the less I want to do it. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I feel the same way. It's just like, uh, and uh, even like TikTok, I was like on it. I was like, I'm going to post a TikTok every single day. And I'm like putting so much effort into like these TikToks about like our bus and like, you know, our family. And I was having a really great time. And then I started to lose momentum because I posted one that was like 10 seconds of a video of a sign at this gas station in Branson that said cocaine is back. And it 
like was the only thing that got more than like 10,000. It got like 100,000 views. And I was like, I give up. (laughs) This is what is making it big. And like, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm having a, (laughs) as a musician, you know, full-time travelers, but also musician, like music is our number one income is shows playing music out loud. Oh, really? Yeah. So number one is music, house concerts, things like that. Second for us is um, Patreon and that's it. Those are our, like our money making. See, we've never done the Patreon thing. Patreon is awesome. And even yeah. that I would include in the realm of like making money from our music because the people that are Patreons are people that follow our music or like have hosted us for shows and stuff like that. So, yeah. so it falls in the same category for me. It's like a lot of work with like the ROI is not as good, but they want and they demand so much from social media. So for me, I have this hard hate-love relationship with it. But at the same time, we've never made money off of Instagram except for, you know, those those real bonuses or yeah. whatever. Yeah. We get money from that. But That's what I would do, was doing this. I did this Yellowstone mm-hmm. thing for was the bonus program. But So yeah. uh, if you're – so on Patreon, and this is just a question that I have, like what's the point of doing Patreon? Why don't you just do your own um, – pay plan on your website that's what we do we have a subscription plan on our website and then oh. you're not giving a cut to patreon oh interesting i never th- like like well, literally because we never ever thought about that as an option yep. yeah <laughs> this is the first time i thought about something like that so we actually we started a business and the business is called off-road recon so our channel has been in brandy but originally our whole channel and everything was off-road recon and then i'm like well creatively i would rather kind of not be tied to just off-roading so we rebranded our channel, Ben and Brandy, and Off-Road Recon became our business. And what our business model looks like is basically we travel all over the United States and we um, plot out uh, um, off-grid camping, motorhome camping, tent camping, and we, we, we plan all these maps out. And then for 10 bucks a month, you, you can subscribe to our website and you have unlimited access to our campsites and our basically you can see all of our maps where we go where we off-road where where you're able to camp that is cool yeah it is and that camp that we were at is actually on there and so you can actually go on there and plug in the size of your rv and it'll tell you how big of an rv you can fit in the campsite how many people can camp there how long you can stay there there needs to be more stuff like this out there because these are all the questions that i ask when we go to like the you know off the beaten path from like i overlander i'm like some people are like oh you can make it with a big rig and i'm like what does that mean what is a big rig? what's a big rig what do you mean you can make it (laughs) should i though like (laughs) speaking of which when you guys came in to where we all camped out there did you come in when you turned in did you turn in right or did you turn in left we turned in left so you came down that windy little narrow yes, road. Yes, we did. <laughs> a semi flipped on that the <gasps> night before we were there. No, no way. Yeah. Um, if you would have looked off, like when you're coming down that road. It you was look sketchy. Off, yeah. The, there was some mudslide stuff there the night before. Oh, and um, I actually ended up in, our ours is a 36-foot motorhome, pulling my Jeep behind it. I ended up on some little back road that went down through a creek on a low water creek crossing. It was on the straight instead of going left. And I had to go down there, unhook the Jeep, and try to turn that thing around and come back out of there. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, it was wild. And that's whenever I actually talked to somebody. And he's like, yeah, the I guess the road was closed down um, the night before, I think even for snow or something, um, the main road. And an 18-wheeler tried to cut across there instead of oh, waiting for the road closure. No. And the road just gave away on the side. 
That's wow. wild. Yeah, yeah. The, see, and I I do get like really scared sometimes when we go out on just like random spots that are on iOverlander. And those are the kinds of questions that I'm asking is yeah. like, what kind of road is it really? Because a lot of people on iOverlander especially are in vans. Yeah. And so they'll talk about like, you know, low clearance and all this stuff. But it means something totally different to them because yeah. they're in vans. And, and I'm wait. like, your bus is so heavy. So <laughs> yeah. heavy. Yeah, that's oh, the man. thing. That's the thing about that, right? Like, and that's why we built the box truck because we wanted to kind of we we were too big for van life, <laughs> but we wanted to be able to have that van life experience by overlanding in these areas we couldn't get our motor home. Well, you, and also like the motor home. I mean, like we're obviously like we'll make friends with anybody, but it's totally you almost would feel like an outsider. Like if yeah. we were in our RV and we went to like Schoolie Palooza, it's a different world. It's like. It's not the same. It's yeah. not the same. There's yeah, it like, is weird. The schoolie, like you got a whole like, uh, there's a whole. It's like jeeps. Yes, like, yes. it's like a club. Like yeah, are you and guys waving like, each other on the highway? Okay, so oh like yes, schoolies? you find each other. You'll like follow each other to like the next stop and be like, hey, it's you. Well, we I used to have a jeep, so I totally get the whole jeep wave thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That was so fun. <laughs> I, I, I miss the Jeep wave, but there's definitely – what the schoolie wave, though, is a little bit more aggressive. Yes. You're hanging out the window. <laughs> You're like – You're all oh risking lunch. You're like eh. – We've had people pull up next to us like in a schoolie on the highway, and you it's not like a, you know, hey kind of thing because you don't see a schoolie every day. Yeah. And so when you see another one on the road, you're like freaking out. Like if we see one at a rest area and we have time to stop, like we're pulling in next to them. We will park five inches from another schoolie in a Walmart parking lot because you know <laughs> they're going to come meet you. You're yeah. going to say hi to each other. Mm -hmm. There's no question. I don't think we've ever parked – next to or near a schoolie and like not met the people that were in it. You're instantly friends. You instantly are connected. Like it's crazy. And people don't even know that this exists, but it's the coolest it's, thing. It's really like a human trait. You know, like you see somebody, if you're a cheese fan, you see somebody else that's a cheese fan. You like already kind of gravitate towards each other with the Jeeps. Yeah, sure. Like everybody clicks <laughs> If you say so, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you say so. You guys don't watch any sports? Or no. 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 We, I try we don't to, know like, the sports things. <laughs> I grew up like watching the Leafs, the Maple Leafs play all uh -huh. the time because like my whole entire family was super in it. Canadian. Right? Yeah. It's Canadian. in his blood. Maple syrup runs through his veins. <laughs> totally. And we, man, I just, I was just always into music and I guess that's where it took, but I, I can see myself that in another world, if I got into it, I would be so in to yeah. like sports. Yeah. Totally. I used to watch when we played at um, Disney Springs, um, <clears throat> there was like a TV that was right above us and in front of us on our stage. And when the Cardinals were playing, I always watched. Like I would not pay attention baseball to baseball Cardinals. Mm -hmm, wow. Yeah, baseball. Because yeah. I I like baseball. That's like the only sport where I'm like I know almost all of the rules, so I can follow a game. Every other sport, I'm like I don't know what you're doing. I, I can't like really it, watch but... anything with football, and I don't watch football anymore. But I used to watch it a mm -hmm. lot every Sunday. It's nostalgic though. Like yeah. I like the atmosphere because my family's always watched it, so I like the whole like snacks. You know, family watching football. Yeah, thing. coming from St. Louis too, you've got a, a football team. You did have a football team to. and a baseball team. I know, so. but now my life's goal is to find my mom like an old vintage St. Louis Rams T-shirt because I like to thrift a lot, and I've never found one. I've probably got one. I've got the original. <gasps> St. Louis Rams blue and yellow starter jacket. No, you don't. I've been a Rams fan since like um, 90, probably probably 98. Kurt Warner. Yeah. We yeah, saw Kurt Warner at a concert in my tiny little hometown. They had a Christian concert for this band called FFH. And 
Kurt Warner was there and he was like right in front of us. And like <laughs> as kids, I didn't watch football, but yeah. my brother liked him. Oh, you probably and went crazy. We, oh, we were like, it's Kurt Warner. <laughs> we were like all waving yeah. at him. We yeah. were so excited. <laughs> I've heard he's like a super nice guy too. Me too. I yeah. mean, he's got to be he's from St. Louis. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I I'm that. just kidding. <laughs> St. Louis has changed so much, man. Like yeah. We we took trips there. Like even when I was a kid, I can remember taking a school trip to the to the St. Louis Arch. Oh yeah. Man, we wouldn't even go down there anymore. Like we went through not too long ago, and it's like just down there where the arch is is just all run down. It was scary even when I was a kid, but it <sighs> it wasn't as bad as it is now. It's it's a very different place for yeah. sure. I've never been to the arch. Really? <sighs> it's you, so cool. It's scary. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> the arch get is another scary. bullet hole or two in your bus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> True <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> and not from a ricochet. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so I don't know. And, and it seems like a lot of big inner cities are like that nowadays, just getting crazy. I don't know if it's because we're so overpopulated or what, but... Everything feels like it's getting overpopulated. Every city that we go to, they're like, did you know this is the fastest growing city in the country? And I'm like, weird. I thought we just came from there. Yeah. <laughs> like Phoenix uh. is like the third biggest city now or something. And Boise is apparently the fastest growing city. But so is Nashville, though. I know. I have heard that about Nashville. Nashville actually. is crazy. Yeah. Well, I even looked it up because everybody in uh, Boise was saying, yeah, this is the fastest growing city in America because all the Californians are leaving and they're going everywhere. Most of them are going to Idaho. And so I even looked it up and Meridian, which is uh, like a suburb of Boise, was the fastest growing for so long. Yeah. And so it was, yeah, we were really there. In the we fastest. started going to Nashville like eight or nine years ago, I think, and we would go every month. And even then it was busy, but it was like every time we went, it was crazier and crazier and Doing crazier. gigs there, you mean? like We would do stuff? like, we would sit in and do like writer's rounds and stuff. We were trying to get famous in Nashville, which is hilarious because like... It's a little different than country, right? Well, I mean like they all kinds of music yeah. start there, you know? I mean, there's a lot of genres there it's not just country music anymore which is i think why it's changed so much but it is very like i don't know it's it's very oversaturated so i'm like that's not where i would go to try to get famous but then again i don't want to get famous so <laughs> yeah that's my defense mechanism for not being famous yet <laughs> i don't want to be famous that's why be. we totally would if be we famous. wanted to be famous we would be now so <laughs> well at least if you live in a bus like fans can't find you you yeah, know, they can't. A 40 moon. foot blue school bus with our <laughs> band name painted on this. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you got over that one, Eddie. Yeah, but I mean, at least you don't have an address, right? So That's true. But yeah. I, we were just talking to somebody. There's this couple in Branson that work at Silver Dollar City and they want to build a bus and all this stuff. They're like, Do you ever worry about your stuff getting stolen or somebody stealing your bus? And we're like, Somebody stole our bus? How easy would it be for us to find it? Like, you just post on Facebook and you'll have, like, people saying, I saw it driving down this road. Like, you can't miss it. Not only that, but it's, like, it's almost so it, – it's like a tailored pair of pants, you know? It's so customized. It's Why customized. would anybody else want to steal yeah, it? It's yeah. like, this would not fit your needs. Yeah, yeah. Do you have two kids and a nanny? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, if someone was to steal anything – I mean, we, we just believe it's all just kind of stuff anyway, but we don't That's really have. That's how we think, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh. My truck's sitting down there. Like, um, my dad's always worried about stuff like that. And he mentioned it on his way through earlier. He's like, somebody's, somebody's out there stealing those roto packs off your truck. <laughs> you know, if it's worth stealing something from somebody, mm -hmm. like a $70, you know, we'll replace it for 70 bucks. Right. But it's not worth it to me to put a lock on and take a lock off every time I need to use one of those. There's one for diesel, one for gas, and one for mm -hmm. water. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just pull these packs off the side. 
So I, I don't ever worry about it. I've never had anything stolen off of there. I mean, you know, probably going to happen one of these days. The it car break-ins are crazy right now. Really? Around yes. here? Yes. No, not around here. Just like inner city stuff. But like mm-hmm. there's people. Um, you ever watch like Mark Rover on YouTube? Mm-mm. So you know who he is? No. Oh my god! I'm lame. I really don't watch anything on YouTube except How? like when Avril Lavigne comes out with a new music. Do you video. guys watch TV much or no? <laughs> I uh, watch a lot of PBS Masterpiece, <laughs> BBC Great British Baking Show. <laughs> <laughs> That's like all I watch. <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, we don't really watch normal TV anymore. Um, everything you could want to watch really is on on YouTube for what free. What is normal TV? Uh, you know, like TV shows, Jersey Shore. What, what are those? Oh, Jersey Shore. Wow, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like a Cheers. I've watched a bazillion times. He watch. He's a Cheers. comfort shows person. Yeah, he watches yeah. like Frasier, Cheers. We've watched The Office a million times. Gilmore Girls. The Office, the show, The Office. Yeah. Office yeah. Space. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's sure, my yeah. own. long time ago. Yeah, that's a that one. used to be one of our comfort movies. One of my sure. favorite Gosh. like lines comes from that movie. I'm not gonna say it on here, but I just I think about it often and it's so funny. Well you gotta say it now. No, <laughs> well, uh, he won't no, say I it. No, I can't do it. Because oh, if I on. if I post this to like a lot it's just it's not one of those movies that I wouldn't do because uh, you know we're well we're Christians yeah. and so it's probably not the best thing to like be like, hey everybody, all my Christian friends, go check out that movie. <laughs> you know? <laughs> But, yeah, uh, that's not the one that I oh, would tell but it's people. Just, to watch. It's just so it it is so funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, that whole movie is just funny. Mm-hmm. The uh, TPS reports guy, man, he's funny throughout that whole thing. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen it in such a long time. Yeah. I barely I remember anything that about it. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, she's the flare girl. She got all the flare. The flare. I'm not wearing yeah, the a buttons, flare. The buttons. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I haven't seen it in been forever. That yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we that we used to watch, and it's like once you have kids, it makes you so hyper aware of like what is in the stuff that you're watching, and you're like, oh my goodness, like it, you know, where the worst of that is is like on kids shows. It's <gasps> oh, so concerning. Yes. Like um, we the we we did Disney Plus for that new um, Claire wanted to see that new uh, Hocus Pocus movie. Did you guys watch that? I yeah. never liked Hocus Pocus. I do not like Halloween. I'm not a Halloween oh, I person. Love Halloween, but, <laughs> but literally, right in the beginning of this Hocus Pocus movie, they start making like Christians and and um, people from church. They're in this church, and they start making them seem just like crazy people right off the rip. Aww. and it's like you know, as an adult, like kids aren't really thinking about stuff like that. And as an adult, you're like, you can see like what they're trying to do. They're like putting that. The thought. agenda. Yeah, they're putting that thought and like indoctrinating that into kids young. Mm-hmm. Um, and There's then so much a, of that out as there. As an adult sitting down and watching, you're like, man, they're just trying to smear Christianity. Yeah. You know, that's what they're doing, right? Right. Out, and so like immediately I kind of tuned out of the movie. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's wild. And there's, there's stuff like that all over. And even like when the kids watch YouTube or anything, like the commercials that come on. Yeah. Like, so yeah, it's it's hard to get away from it. But I will say my like my favorite show right now is Yellowstone. Have you do you guys watch that at all? No. No. Oh my god. I thought like, about checking it out. What's it yeah. rated? I've never, I've never it's violent. It. Oh, it's violent. I hate violence. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like I am so squeamish about like anything that's gory. I'm just like oh. it's not really gory. It's just like hardcore. Oh. Like it's uh, the first two seasons are like like whoa like you can't believe what's going on and uh, but now like you're in a season five and it's just like you're supposed to forget everything that happened in seasons one two and three because these people that were like cold-blooded killers before you like they've made them these nice characters in the movie now, oh man they're just supposed to be like normal people but it's like 
brutal stuff was going on seasons one, two, and three, and you just forget about it by season four. <laughs> That's kind of like prison break. Like some of the guys that were just so awful. Yeah. And then you end up kind of liking them towards the end or yeah. like feeling bad for and them. And all of them are like that. They're all like season five. Everybody's been so likable. Or like, okay, Downton Abbey, right? Thomas, you hate him the whole show, but he really does redeem himself at the end. Right? Everybody Downton Abbey, to, come, on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. I was going to say, you kind of were expecting that. <laughs> I, I was. That was why yeah. I said it. That's what I'm watching right now. <laughs> is that a TV show? It is a PBS masterpiece, oh. and it is a masterpiece. Yeah. It is literally one of the greatest shows I think ever created, but I'm like, I love that like old-timey kind of like British stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm so PBS, that's like air antenna type TV that you're watching. Like you're just tuning into an t- antenna station or something. No, it's on Prime, but it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. made by PBS, and it's they have these so shows. So it's free, right? I mean, I pay Public for Public broadcast service, right? Like, uh, I pay for the Amazon Prime okay. to watch it, and okay. you can only watch it on Prime, and then there's a few other shows by Masterpiece that actually pretty much everything that they've ever made I've watched. The Crown, willing, was that Crown? Is that one of no, them? No, The Crown is not a Masterpiece. I'm willing to bet oh. PBS probably has a free app and a free thing on their own that you don't have to pay for because PBS is oh. paid for with taxpayer money. So they kind of have to get it for free. Interesting. Yeah, public broadcasting service. That's what PBS stands for. I don't think you can watch it for free anywhere. And that makes me think that now I need to like delve deeper into this and find yeah. out the conspiracy theories. Yeah, because it should, should be, free. it should be free. Yeah. yeah right. PBS is the one that you always like when you, t- you can pretty much tune in on rabbit ears any, you know, anywhere where you're close to a city and you always get PBS and like the that's, local station. That's true. Yeah. And actually I know that there's a local pack. Um, like when you get a new smart TV and it includes all the local stuff and usually PBS is part of that. Now, maybe this new exclusive show isn't owned by PBS. I think that's what it is. I think, like, the shows, they're, like, partnered with PBS, but, like, they're with other stuff, so you have to pay for it. Mm. It's, like, high-quality stuff. It's, like, no joke. I mean, Downton Abbey is, like, one of the number one shows of, like, the last 20 years. Really? Yes. On PBS? (laughs) It's not on PBS. It's on Amazon Prime. (laughs) So why do you keep saying PBS? Because it's a PBS masterpiece. It's, like, partnered with PBS. So maybe the producers are from PBS. Something like that. Whatever, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it. It's one of the it is really favorites. good. I saw when we were having our first, uh, no, our second kid, Juno, um, and waiting for her to be born. Even after, no, it was, was it after she was it born? It was when she was it? a newborn, and we were staying yeah. in our friend's apartment, and he would he was watching it at night, and she'd go to sleep. I'd work on the bus it. during the day because we remodeled the whole thing since we had like two months where we were just taking off and not traveling. Three months. Yeah, I was kind of trying to three touch months. up on a little bit of that today. Um, I was kind of going. I went back to your. Your bus video. Um, let's see. You had a playlist specifically for bus stuff. Correct. Which yeah. I think it would be killer if you guys put in there like your actual build process. I saw parts of it, but yeah, we so didn't document that very well. Uh, we so, well, sort of uh, not as well. I don't know. I think so. You, so there's a bus conversion playlist. Yeah, I saw that. I went then, into that. Okay, so the first four of those videos, I think, were mainly the conversions. And then I added more things like, um, like if we were doing, you know, adding solar, yeah. you know, I would yeah, do I saw that, that too. Yeah, yeah. So things like that. But I think the first four are pretty in depth. It was such like an intense period of time because we had time restraints. Like we yeah. had to get it done in three months where we Same, could live that's in how it. We did ours, just <clears throat> and quick. so it's hard to like take the time to document and then like edit video during that time. Like from morning till night, he was working in that thing. And then he would just like, 
crash. And yeah, yeah it was like barely was three years ago. Time. I'm still tired. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> That's how it was when we built, when we built our house, uh, we built it um, two years ago. And me and three Amish guys built the entire thing from nothing. So that's going to be a good house because those Amish people oh, know how to yeah. build a house. I mean, we 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 went way overboard with everything, the framing. I mean, everything. Um, but yeah, I, like it was like one of the hardest things I ever did in my life. Oh you yeah, know, I lost like twenty eight pounds, and we built the house from start to finish in like seventy three days. Whoa! Bought the property, laid a foundation, built the house, and we lived in it. And finished up the last two weeks of work while we lived there. That's crazy. But we were living in our motorhome while we were building it. And when you have an Amish crew, there's no, you're the contractor. I didn't have a contractor. So I had to draw up all the plans. And they don't do electrical or plumbing or anything like that. They literally just put the frame up. So as soon as we had the frame up and the roof on, they left. So and there was just you, just me and, <laughs> and Brandy to do Whoa. plumbing, electrical, you know, insulation, and wow. we did everything else. That is um, wild, yeah, and yeah. very impressive. Yeah, everything really changed. Like when COVID happened, um, like we were living kind of like a suburbs, and and we were traveling just when we can, and then our YouTube stuff kind of started to take off a little bit and get some momentum, and like I'm like, man, I enjoy doing this so much more than the job that I had, which I had been, I'd been at the same company for you know, almost 10 years. And I've been in the same industry for like 16 years. Wow. So, um, I was ready for something different. Yeah. That is something different. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So like through COVID, COVID was really a blessing for us because, Oh my gosh, us too. Yeah. I was able to, to work, um, with the company that I was with. So I still had my salary. Um, and in that time, um, I was building the house and then working remote a lot. Wow. And uh, yeah, I mean, just this last year, about nine months ago is when I finally took the plunge and left the company I was with, but probably not a good time to do it for, for our channel. Like our YouTube and stuff has been down this year over last year and we're putting out way more content and doing much more. But I think part of that is just the way that social media has been going. Like, I feel like everybody's been saying that their numbers have been going down on everything. Like anyone whose numbers have been high, like have been getting lower. The algorithms are just like, it's so hard. Well, and people don't want to admit it either, but rumble is taking a chunk of yours. Like, um, a lot of these big name guys are going over to rumble and they're taking their crowd. with. What is rumble? It's just like YouTube. Really? Yeah. We're, we, we, rumble has a, uh, software built in right now where you can pair their um, platform up with YouTube and literally everything you put on YouTube dual uploads to them. You don't even have to do any of the work. They do it all for you. That's pretty sweet. We started doing that about eight months ago. So everything we upload Two birds with one really easy stone. Yep, yep. That's kind of what I do with Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I don't post anything on Instagram except But now you could could start doing it with Rumble. Why not? If it's that easy, you should do it. So like how many people... Are subscribed to Rumble and oh, why, why Rumble over YouTube? It's crazy. Well, because they don't have any kind of censorship. Like they don't, they don't. I'll give you an example, and this is what happened to us, and this is when our our views really went down. Um, Brandy's sister and her husband live out in Texas, and they live on a farm. And um, we went out there to visit them, and something that people in Texas do is they hog hunt. And so um, her brother-in-law was going to take us hog hunting. And I'm like, okay, well, that'll be cool. We'll film an episode. I'll bring my gun, and we'll hunt some hogs. We shot that hog hunting episode, mm. and literally our channel was throttled immediately after that, that video came out. Oh, wow. Like yeah. with comments, or they took it? or the- Throttled views. Mm. Like, so we went from, 
our views dropped as a whole like 40 percent whoa yeah after that video and that's they, crazy and they never really came back yes. and so you you know you hear all this stuff about shadow banning and all these things and like man elon musk has shed a lot of light on that just recently with the twitter stuff because for so long, nobody could prove that shadow banning was really a thing. Well, now you got the guy that owns Twitter saying, this is what our company was doing, yep. which really opens the newly company he just bought. It opens him up for lawsuits. Yeah. So he has nothing <clears throat> to gain by doing that. It's all to lose. Yeah. yeah. So that's definitely happening with these other platforms. It's just, you know, how is it happening? And you're, are you ever going to get somebody as honest as Elon Musk to get in there and, and prove it? I doubt it. That's I mean, so he's, interesting. He's kind of like a one in a million, but we witnessed it firsthand. Wow. And uh, so that's how, you know, obviously it's happening. And then you see some of these big channels. Um, we've got one that we follow. It's actually like a gun guy. Um, his name's Grand Thumb. He's a blast to watch. He's just funny. He was an ex-military. Was that a pun? He's a blast to watch? No, but it can be. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he when does. you said you shot the hog video too, I was like, that must be another well, pun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he actually, um, I put him in our title and everything because he's from Texas. And um, my brother-in-law, her, her sister's husband, looks just like the guy. So it looks like I'm out there hog hunting with this famous YouTuber, which he's he's got like five <laughs> or six million subscribers on YouTube. But anyway, I would notice periodically, like my, um, I would just get unsubscribed from his channel just randomly for no reason. Weird. So yeah, I mean, you know, when stuff like that's happening to people that you know are have gun views or whatever, right? Um, it's just weird to me, you know. And like I'm very interesting. Yeah, I don't care. Shane like, doesn't know anything about that in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Well, like <laughs> there's a guy from Canada. He lives in BC that. Um, that we'll probably try to shoot some video with on our way through, like to Alaska or something. Oh yeah. Um, uh, the story till now is his channel. Have you ever seen him? That sounds. Mm -hmm. That one actually sounds familiar to me. The story yeah. till now. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've heard that one. But before. he's like a he's like a American trapped in Canada. I think. <laughs> An American trapped in Canada. Okay, here's my thing about that, and no one ever agree agrees with me on this. But Canada's in North America, is it not? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I know. No, the, she's made this argument, but she's she's trying to say I should be telling people I'm American, even though I'm. You born could in say Canada. I'm North American, but nobody nobody says that, and nobody ever would. No Canadian, you'll never find a Canadian that says, "Oh, I'm North Cana North American." <laughs> nobody. Someday. says Yeah, but that. right, you're a legal American now, right? Or no? He, I am now. So I'm he's a dual. A dual. Citizen. When there he goes go. to Canada, he's he says to say, he's Canadian. She's trying to say like all Canadians should say instead of. He just I'm tries Canadian. to make it sound like he's so exotic. He's like, I'm not American. <laughs> That's what oh. it is. That's what it is. <laughs> Before we I mean, dated, he would say that at gigs. Like there would be like a cute girl in the crowd, and he'd be like, "Oh, in my country," blah, 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 blah. and I'd be like, "You mean Canada?" That's pretty much the same thing right <laughs> yeah basically i've got a, a good friend of mine he's actually from russia and uh, they just got their citizenship uh, well it's been a couple years now but they don't even hardly speak english that well wow but it's it's weird man because they came from that right and they come over here and they're like the most american americans that i know <laughs> like and and like god-fearing christians go to church every sunday they live by they live by the code of like the bible and and uh, so it's weird to see somebody that really lived under real oppression, mm -hmm. like over there. When they get here, they're like, man, what is everybody crying about? I right? know. That's, we say that all the time. Yeah. And like people, I mean, no country is perfect. No yeah. government is perfect. Like, obviously, it's impossible. But Large, this is the best. <laughs> but like, if we're going to compare it to what's going on in the world, I'm yeah. like, 
let's suck it up a little bit, you guys. Yeah. Like we can make it better always. Yeah. We can always improve, always make things better, but let's not complain about it so much. People need <laughs> to feel what like it's really like to really be oppressed and not just say that. We don't know what oppression no. is here. I went like, to this church service in Florida in this in the pastor. It was like a really big church and he was just talking or whatever. And then he said, I always get annoyed when people say God has left this country. And he's like, you will know when God leaves this country or when he takes his hand off this country. Because, yeah, mm. I mean, we have it so, so good here. Yeah. I don't think so God true. leaves anywhere. I mean, I'm, yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think he just walks away from anything. Yeah, I think he'll <laughs> lift off his protection from a lot of different areas. Yeah. You know, I always think about, like, how I'm literally reading right now where he had to do that with the Israelites. Like, when the Ark of the Covenant got taken away, it was, it was, it was a really public statement from God saying, I have left this nation, you know, mm. to do their own thing. Like he's still there and he still works in individuals and things like that. But as a nation, he's just like, all right, yeah. you know, I'm, I am washing my hands of this. Wash- yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like that. But still the, you know, the plan of a remnant and it was going to come back and, you know, everything's good when, you know, Samuel and David come in and all that. But anyway, but yeah, <laughs> like you'll know it when this, when God takes his hand off this country. Yeah. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen and we don't have to know it, but yeah. I don't know. It's 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 weird with I think that everybody's just gotten so used to not having real problems that we try to make problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. the problems are just stupid little divisive things and like Man, I don't when know. When I hear some of the stuff people complain about mm-hmm. and w- things that I complain about and I'm like yeah. Whoa. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe the way that we view the world sometimes. Yeah, you know? and the division that's created. It's almost like uh, these these boundaries and these div- divisive things are put up so that everybody's kind of squabbling amongst each other's and then you know, God knows what's happening in the background, but I don't know. I try not to fall for any of it. And I try to recognize like how good we, I mean, even though you may be, especially in diesel and you guys know you're getting $5 a gallon right now. (laughs) Oh yeah. We're going to California next month too. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. That's like what? 26 hours. Um, well, we're going to Phoenix first and then we're going to California from there, but prices in California yeah. are always higher yeah. on gas and diesel, but higher like, on everything. we were there in March, um, of this last year and it I was think, $18 a gallon. No, it was like okay. six fifty a gallon. Like, it was a lot. Yeah. It yeah. was crazy. So, yeah. but you know, it's all part of it. And we really do feel like, I mean, God always provides what we need. And if we don't have enough gas money to go to the next place, well, Guess we're not going and we weren't supposed to, you know. I mean, it, it just is what it is. You have to take things in stride and try not to be, you know, too upset about it. I will say when it comes to traveling, a really fun thing to talk about, and maybe this will shift the whole conversation. Who knows? But <laughs> Do you want it to? Uh, I, I know. It's fun. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a shifter. Religion but. and politics. You don't want to talk about religion and politics? Religion and, and money. So uh. I, I think the best thing that we ever did is we've been traveling for six years full time with debt. And this has been the first year that we traveled a whole year without it. And the Debt differences, free. the differences so are awesome. amazing. Having a budget too, so yeah. freeing. Like this is the first year that we've really taken. It's the first year we've taken control of our finances at all. Like we're finally having our taxes done correctly. Although we didn't know that it wasn't being done <laughs> necessarily like the right way before. Yeah. But um, like taxes, having a budget, like saving money, getting ready to start investing and being debt free. Like it's so cool. We had a Christmas budget this year. Wow. It was so fun. We didn't stick to it, but <laughs> well, we had one. Um, we never do either. 
I stuck to the Christmas budget. You didn't stick to the Christmas budget. <laughs> she did not. I did not either. I'm admitting that. He just, she did not. The other I, day, I'll show you. you know what? Let's show you right the now. The other day, we went out and he treated me to like my Christmas present. We went to the Stampede and we went and got Christmas presents for the kids together. And it was so much fun. And then he was like, all right, now we're done. We're on a spending freeze. And we're walking out of Target. And he's like, I'll meet you in the car. I found a Christmas present for you. And I was like, oh, We just cool. did that. He spent... <laughs> Three hundred and thirty dollars. Oh. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like so he said, I just won't have any of my fun money for the next two months, and I'm like, but that means now I'm gonna have to buy you coffee for my fun money for the next two months. When we go out. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> so you're getting it back, uh-huh. right? You know, so this I, was his plot. Uh, so how was you went to Dixie Stampede? How was that? Was it good? It was. It was great. So much fun. Yeah. The I food love that was soup amazing. they bring you. That sip soup, <gasps> and oh you can God, like dip good. your. We dip. We Everything, everything in, in it. it. Yeah. I dipped the biscuit, the chicken, the yeah. potato. Oh I didn't so dip the hungry. corn. It was so good. And because yeah. we work at Silver Dollar City, we got in for free. Yeah. yeah it they, was They used sweet. to do that like here. Um, if you carried their uh, brochure kiosk thing here, you could get into Silver Dollar City and Dixie Stampede for free. I love that that so is a culture that. around here yeah. where like people mm-hmm. just trade. Like we went to Shepherd of the Hills and me and our nanny, Natalie, we rode the mountain coaster like three times yesterday. Yep. And then it was just so much fun that we get to do that stuff without having to. Titanic. We did the Titanic. Titanic's broke. awesome. We've done that several times. I think I want to go back without the kids so we can actually see. Did, they, uh, <laughs> did they do the cold water? Your hand yeah. The cold water thing? Man, that was awesome. Clara awful. beat us all on that. She could just keep it in there. We didn't do the test to see how long we could hold it. Oh. Yeah, we just put our hand in it. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, Claire held it in there for like 35 seconds. And like, literally after 10 seconds, it feels like somebody's smashing your hand with a hammer. So she <gasps> no did kidding. Good. I only put yeah. my hand in to connect. Now so I'm really scary. curious. Yeah. Let's go tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That museum was a little bit depressing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is a little bit. Especially but cool. when like it shows you like how steep you had to like climb up. Oh that. my yeah, gosh. That's a fun part. <laughs> It's it's pretty intense. That's that's one of the things that's so cool about Branson. It's just packed with like family stuff that you can do like that. And There's, it's all so much fun. So, we've been here since November sixth with the ability to do all this stuff for free. Yeah. And seriously, we've barely done anything. Like where have you guys been? I saw um, in one of your videos, um, you were doing some church stuff. Was that at the one out here at the old magician magic show? Is that the word? Church stuff. Uh, you went to church out here. Was that on 248 you went to church? Oh, oh so we I went to uh, two churches while we were in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Bloom. And Friendly Baptist. I didn't no, go. No, Bloom, Friendly. Oh, we did go to Friendly Baptist too. I did And then we went to. The Woodland Chapel. Woodland Hills or whatever. Oh. That one wasn't in the vlog though. If if no, you get time, um, go to James River. Uh, it's it's just down the road a little ways in Ozark. That's the one Biggest that the chaplain church. from Silver Dollar City yeah. goes to. That's where we oh, go. Okay. It, it's absolutely amazing. It's mm. well, yeah. I mean, so little guilt here. I'll tell you the what I started going there for is they got like three Starbucks in the church. So I'm like, yeah, I can have my coffee. I can get up and walk out whenever I want. Like I can't sit still in church long enough to like really pay attention. So I get oh. up and move a lot. But literally, the place is so big, nobody even knows. It's. And I, I can't believe that you haven't noticed it. Like every yeah, time we go to out. Springfield, I'm Live like, band. "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, their That's band crazy. is really good, and they got several singers, and it's like a, it's crazy. like going to a show for free every Sunday. Now I'm curious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Woodland Hills. Really cool. The second I walked in, I so the drummer that plays at Home for Christmas at Silver Dollar City invited me to that uh, church. She's like, "Yes, I'm playing drums there. You should come." So I went, and just the second I walked in, the, the feeling and the vibe, and yeah. 
It, I don't know, it was so great. Like yeah. it just, I was, it felt like home. Yeah. I'm from like a small town and I like grew up going to small churches. So did I, a I, small Baptist church. I love it. Yeah. I love, uh, and my home church is like, uh, I can't remember what, what category it falls in. It's not a small church, but it's definitely, Methodist. it's nowhere near mega church. No, yeah. it's a, it's a Calvary chapel. Oh, uh, okay. But I love it. Like, I mean, it's fun. It's fun to go to like the big churches and everything, but I love the small, like, you know, little old ladies playing the Everybody piano and singing you. hymns. Like, it just, it yeah. makes my Where heart so warm. Everybody knows your name. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, I love it. we got married at a church like that. And um, one of the things that the pastor said before he would marry us, we had to go to church there. And so we started going to church there for, I don't know, a month or so. I remember we showed up late one day and he like announced it while he was doing his sermon over the thing. Oh, the Ferris, there's the Ferris. And it's like in those small churches, man, everybody knows everybody. And I'd rather yeah. just kind of blend in in the background. <laughs> yeah. But that's how small churches are. And we used to go to my mm-hmm. grandma's church um, for every Easter. And it's like they pack you in and there's, mm-hmm. everybody knows who you are there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know there's definitely some. And that's how I always, you know, growing up, that's the kind of churches that I went to. There's something for everybody, though. Like, I love it because, like, there are a lot of people who do not want to go to a small church like that. And when I was a kid, I I always wanted to go to a bigger church. But as an adult now, I'm like, oh, I like going to a small church, you know. It's cool. Yeah. Something for everybody. Something for everybody. Everybody is, you're allowed to like, isn't it cool? Like you can like going to a big church and it doesn't mean that you don't love Jesus or church. And I can like going to a small church and it means, doesn't mean that I don't love Jesus. As long (laughs) as the executives at YouTube don't disagree with you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're good to go. Imagine if we lived in a world though where like we all... Like had to a, agree. Yeah, we're well, kind of getting there. Or what? Well, right. <laughs> oh man! But, but what if like like the fact that you like that or like this or you like this taste and this or this? I think we forgot that we are all such different, unique humans. Amen, man. And then like it is so it, to me, it's so strange that you could like beets. But I think it's amazing. You yep. know, that's cool that you do. Someone's yep. got to eat them. You know, or 100%. like. It's and just, speaking yeah. also like oh. I was going to tell you this and I forgot. So we're just going to say it right now. But Uh-oh. in my <laughs> in my whole I'm doing this like, you know, reading through the whole Bible in under 2 years cuz it's like not so not as much as reading through it in 1 year. Like I can kind of digest it more. It's like smaller portions and you read a little bit every day. But I read this verse the other day and oh, man, I need to find out where it was cuz I can't remember who it was that said it. I th- it was like Peter or somebody, but it was so good and I've never noticed this verse before and he's It was he's, Gandalf, wasn't it? Yes, it was Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> the the lesser known 14th apostle or whatever. How many apostles were there? 13, right? Apostles? Yeah. 12. 12. Right? Yeah, 12 apostles. Yes. Yeah, yeah like Anyways, like the disciples? Anyway. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> The verse said, um, it literally says, as long as Christ is being preached, it doesn't matter if it's from um, a good heart or a false heart. It says that in the Bible. And I was like, wow, that's so powerful to remember, like, especially in the world of like people following Jesus, being Christians, and how we all have different opinions on how people are sharing Christ and how churches are doing this and doing that. And literally, it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, God's going to use it. Whether someone is like doing it for these intentions or those intentions, God's going to use it because he's so much bigger than the intentions of our hearts. Isn't that good? It's true. Because even with the best intentions, we're all crazy. We're still yeah. going to fail. Yeah. See, the problem is, is there's so many people now. And the cool thing is like to be anti-religion. 
or anti-God or atheist. Mm -hmm. And when you have all these people that get to be that way, well, there really is no right or wrong. Just kind of like whatever I want to do. And I've actually got a brother like that. And I just had a, I don't talk to him that much anymore, but I just talked to him the other day and, and um, he's one of those where if you disagree with him, he gets mad about it. Mm. And he doesn't like you because you don't, like the things that he likes, which with me, I can pretty much disagree with anybody and not feel any different personally about it. Yeah, same. I have so many friends that are so different all over the spectrum. Yeah. I'll actually bring up one of them, and he's probably going to watch this. Um, <laughs> he, uh, hey. Yeah, Hi. his name's Mike. And, and actually, he wasn't even like, when we started our YouTube channel, this is when we were smaller, and I did a fan meetup when we had like our first... I don't know, 2,500 subscribers or something. And not many people showed up, like three people. <laughs> Out of 2,500. That sounds like yeah. our Patreon monthly calls. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, which is, you Phil know. Phil always there. <laughs> hey, when you're showing up for an event, like actually in person in Ozark, Missouri, and and even though, so so this one person, um, his name is Mike, and uh, he's like a, a, a hippie kind of guy. He's got long hair and he's like got this retro camping gear and he comes out there. He's not even driving a Jeep. He's driving like a Mitsubishi Montero, you know, whatever he could afford. He <laughs> still drives that thing. And, uh, but somebody that, you know, more than likely I probably would have never ended up hanging out with if it wasn't for the creativity of the YouTube stuff and like yeah. knowing all these people and then being open-minded. Like, cause I'm never, you know, like I'm pretty open-minded with anybody I meet. But anyway, He's literally the only person um, that follows our the, our YouTube channel that I have probably met up with, I don't know, probably 10 times at this point. Hmm. And he's like always wanting to go camping and hang out. And he's actually doing a little hippie, uh, what do they call those, a hippie van? Isn't that a thing? A hippie van? Like- yeah, like the little VW hippie oh, van. The oh, VW bus. Yeah. Yes, oh. yes. He's building one of those right now. Oh, I Ooh. love and those. And so I can't wait to do like a – a video shoot with our we'll take our box trucks we have like this big diesel box truck and it looks like a military vehicle and then he's got like his uh vw bug van that sounds it's gonna be so a blast cool. yeah yeah and i i haven't seen it yet but um i'm looking Man. forward to that trip. do you ever go to the uh, overland expo oh yeah yeah we uh we're actually the storytellers at the more expo every year were you at the overland expo in flagstaff this year no um that brother that i was just telling you about he was there though oh really we <laughs> yeah. were there we played music there oh really yeah, yeah. We're going again this you guys year. should we do more are. expo uh more expos in springfield oh. and it's like getting huge we're a storyteller there every year but our box truck and our jeep will be on display there this year that would be so cool yeah. hey what tell us when it is what is it I think it's April. Oh, no way. Oh, my gosh. We're literally going to be around here like early April. I will give April. you the CEO's That's information. crazy. Uh, let me see here. I can tell you exactly when it is. Uh, around the year, booking stuff. Also, like, in our community of, like, schoolies and vans and stuff like that, I mean, we have friends from every different background, every different belief, every different lifestyle that you could imagine. And it's so cool because when you're in this community and you meet up at these van life gatherings or like Schoolie Palooza, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, there are some people that maybe don't get along or don't hang out and there's always drama going on behind the scenes here and there. But like for us, we have so many like close personal friends who we love and we've talked about all the things we disagree on. Everybody yeah. knows how we feel about everything, and it doesn't change your relationship it's, at all. It's so refreshing because I wish everybody could just be that way. Right. Like somebody can literally tell me something that I completely disagree with, but like 
that's me. Like I have a certain thought or a certain feeling some way that doesn't mean if everybody felt and thought and talked the same way, it would be a really boring life. Be a very yeah. boring life. <laughs> so I don't know why anybody even thinks that they want it that way. Yeah. Right? But this brother that I was telling you about, like <clears throat> basically all in this one phone call, he t- t- told me he's atheist now and he's a socialist now. And there was something else. And even so he's s- not going to watch this probably. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes the hate runs deeper than the love. You know that? Yeah. Do you ever see, I mean, you guys, are <clears throat> like on your YouTube videos, we have haters sometimes that will show up more religiously than our lovers, you know, people that love our channel. They'll show up just to <laughs> like, I hate like you so much, I'm just going to keep coming to yeah. hate yeah. on you. Man. We haven't had anybody, we're not big enough for that to happen yet. And we've the creeps. comments that are not nice. Cre- oh have my you got gosh. the creeps like yet? The creepy uh, people? Uh, no, one guy once commented and said that he thinks that we're better than, every, he's like, you guys think you're better than everybody. And I, I don't know why, but. He yeah, said, all you have going for you is your pretty wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what he said. Yeah, I could tell you some really doozies. Um, we actually, I did a video, Brandon and I were driving one time, and I read these back and made and then made my response on video. It was like one of our number one videos that year. I bet it was really funny. Oh, it's, a, it's funny. But some of the stuff you would be surprised that they even people say stuff. I'm like not that. surprised because yeah. I, I might not have seen it's it wild. on our channel, but I've seen it on other people's yeah. channels. We posted yeah. this TikTok of our daughter who's almost two. She had like snuck a sip of Shane's like iced mocha and I took it away from her because I was like, oh, you can't be drinking that. It's coffee. And she's like, coffee? And she's crying. And she's going, coffees. <laughs> and I posted it because it's so funny. And I was like, it's relatable, right? That's how we feel. Of course, that was the only other TikTok that got a lot of views because. So I, I, we never did the TikTok thing because of the whole uh, Chinese spies. I don't know anything <laughs> about that. That's, <laughs> That's a new one for me. I listen to a lot of conspiracy theories, but really? I haven't well, heard that one. Did you know uh, they're actually get, like uh, it's a big thing right now, like in the Senate and in the House, at banning TikTok because Good. of that. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I think I think we might be done with TikTok. I'm, we gave it a, I'm looking a good forward go. to it though because all those people that are so brainwashed with that short ADHD attention deficit stuff on TikTok are going to move to YouTube. Oh, that's and true. And then your your shorts on YouTube are going to start Instagram. getting crazy views. Yeah, I don't know. Reels are pretty good too. Yeah. It's a it's a lot of the same stuff that's on TikTok. Do you ever flip through the YouTube shorts? I've Doing never I haven't no. done that yet, but I literally what was it 2 weeks ago? I was like you know what? I think the next big thing is going to be YouTube is probably going to start doing something that's like Reels or TikToks. And I'm like, and like, like there is out there? And I, I like, posted oh, one like two months ago. I posted a few, and then they didn't really go anywhere. Well, you want a little insider start. secret? Yeah. They have the things called the short shelf. And if you do hashtag shorts at the end of a video that's 60 seconds or under, you have um, a chance of it getting put on that short shelf. Oh, and then that's when they blasted out. I got, I had one. What's viral when you say like, so, what's a what's a good view on I guess TikTok? Over a hundred thousand views. Yeah, I see, would that's, say. I don't ever see those kind of numbers. Oh, we only got it. Those on... Those are TikTok numbers. We just got it on that one video that yeah. said cocaine is back. And yeah. For whatever reason, that's that's the that's the story of TikTok though. That's what's so crazy about it because yep. anybody could go in there and do that, and it hits their algorithm. But they'll like, never get a video like like we did the the coffee one with her got like eighty thousand views or something, yeah. and that was the one that we got hate on. People were like, "She's asking you to change her diaper." 
Oh. And Shane was like, what? what's a diaper? <laughs> just, I said, calling you back. I, I am too. When I get trolls, I just troll back. Because I, it's just so dumb. It's like, oh, she's telling you to feed her because she's hungry and you right. won't give her any food. And yeah. I'm like, what? We had the same stuff, <laughs> man. I, uh, we, I try to keep our videos. Like, I don't act different on our videos. I try to keep them as real as possible. And I got on the kids one time for fighting in the back seat while we were out in Moab, Utah. And we're all in the Jeep. And they just would not, They were just bickering back and forth. So I got onto them and it stayed in the video. I had so many comments about what a bad dad I am. Wow, how my dare you tell better. your kids not to it's fight like, with each other? Yeah, it's like, you know, man, like um, these people that like, I think it all kind of is summed up very simply. Everybody on the internet is a professional something. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to tell you how to do this or do that or when it comes to parenting or fixing your bus or whatever you're doing. Armchair experts. Exactly. <laughs> I've never had. Thick. I've never had the desire though. To go on to and if, like say something horrible no. to somebody. It's, no, it's Reddit people. <laughs> people that are on Reddit love to do that. They do the same brother that's that the I culture. Have that way. Yeah, it's the culture. It's like know it all culture. And it's like it's almost like in a satirical manner. It's yeah. like you're doing it, and you know you sound like a know it all, but it's the culture, and everybody kind of thinks it's funny, and it's accepted there. Yeah. Yeah, I Brandy was on Reddit for a while. Brandy absolutely despises Reddit. Like, I hate it now, but I liked it for a while. <laughs> when we first started our YouTube channel, we were like kind of peddling some views that way. And uh, Brandy would have to kind of get on there once in a while. And that's all it is, is know-it-alls on there. And she, yep. hate, she I mean, that was the biggest that's thing That's why did. I liked Reddit. Yeah. I am I'm definitely a know-it-all. I don't know it all. Like, I'm not as smart as a lot of other know-it-alls, but I, when I do get know on something. Get give your advice. But when I do know something, I'm really obnoxious about it. <laughs> I can I can attest. Oh, to that. it's so bad. <laughs> so I actually that's something that I know I'm going to keep getting off on these little side subjects, but something I really wanted to talk about um, is the maintenance, your bus maintenance. Like, are you savvy? Are you savvy? Who? Do, I'm not what, savvy, but I do. He's it. learning. You guys are breaking yep. down, right? Um, um, it's no. only happened twice technically, and it was just both times. It's been like the acceleration rod. Yeah, I just said what year's your rod. bus? Ninety-one. How many it's miles old. are on it? Good when question. Because the speedometer's it, broken. <laughs> uh, when we bought it, though, it was eighty-five thousand miles. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, no, it was great. And the guy that owned it before us, he drove it five miles every week to take stuff to the flea market. So it had regular like the engine was running but not a bunch so he didn't put a ton of miles on it honestly we could not have gotten a better bus yeah, and like but here's a fun story okay so maybe not mechanical things but like since we built the bus like we we know how to do the plumbing the electric the True. everything and so for me um our diesel heater went out and it gave the code and so when i looked up the code it said that it was a glow plug so we ordered the glow plug it came in the mail and i fixed the freaking glow plug and Shane had worked. never put a nail through a piece of wood before we built this bus. Like neither like, of us happening? knew anything, but like mm. he's figured out how to do that. He's fixed like the accelerator rod on our engine a couple times. But like for big stuff, like we just took it in and we needed to get new tie rod ends and have our tires balanced properly and stuff. Yeah. We can't do that. No. You know, we got new brakes this summer, but like as far as the other stuff goes, it's just like, like water pumps and things like that. Yeah. Where I, I just did a glow plug relay on our diesel. This is our first diesel we've ever owned, which mm. I picked a horrible time to buy a diesel with oh, gas prices. Oh, yeah. Because um, our other motorhome is a big V10, big gas motor. Um, and I always hated filling it because it was like 300 bucks to fill it. But I feel like worse. it almost balances out in the end because you do Mileage. get – you get Yeah, you get yeah. really good – like the bus drives for so long. And it is expensive, but I mean it's probably close to the same as what we spent when we were in our RV. So it's probably a little bit more. You said glow plug on 
Diesel heater. So diesel heater, like HVAC for your for the inside. Yeah. So there's just it a Chinese one, or is it like yeah, it's, it's the Chinese, Chinese one. Like They're like 120 yeah. bucks. Yeah. We have one in our bedroom and one out in like the dining area, kitchen, so living surprised. room because they're all in the same place. And we just bought a new one, so I'm gonna put one in the front yeah. now too. You but. would not believe how we never even used two of them at the same time because yeah, no, even when it's this, they'll cold, burn us out. Yeah, we, that's why I put in the box truck. I wanted amazing. everything to run off of my diesel tank when I built the box truck. Smart. So I plumbed. I bought. I went. And, I had to spend a lot of money to get an own and diesel generator. So we have an onboard generator. Oh, and so we interesting. have interesting. Yeah, we have electricity. I mean, we can literally pull off grid and park anywhere we want for. I would say three weeks before we. What about go your stovetop? I did propane, just ah. stove, and I did a propane instant hot water heater. Because that's what we, that's what we th- did same, that's yep. the only stuff we use propane for. Yep. But it's so annoying because, like, I would so much rather not use propane for anything. But you cannot find a stove or oven that like is energy efficient that uses electricity. But I and I bake and cook all the time, so like yeah. I have to have it. Yeah, propane's your best bet. I know, sure. but are I you running on little propane. bottles or big bottles? Uh, we it's a big one. It's just one big tank. But I uh. mean, like. It lasts us forever. We yeah. only fill it up once a month at the most. Oh, yeah. No, fill it's, it like a love. It's or more like, like every three months. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah that's and when we were in our RV, it was crazy because our fridge ran on propane, our oven and stove ran on propane, the water heater, and our heating system. So in the winter, we were if we were somewhere cold, we had to refill our propane every two days. Yeah. That's how all the big RVs do it. And the reason why is because it's so damn cheap to do it that way. It is cheap, but it's cheaper to do diesel heat. No, I mean cheap for them to buy those appliances. Yeah, they exactly. Want, if you go buy a high-end diesel heater, they're expensive. Yeah, they're yeah. like 1200 bucks. Yeah, or I'm something. trying to remember the name of the But the, the little Chinese ones, like they're great because... <laughs> That's what we, we have two of those. Literally, you know what you can do? Is, I carry an extra fuel pump. And We've if, definitely had problems. If it, Break, but if it breaks, though, just buy another one. Yeah. It's 120 That's bucks. why I was going to say I'm surprised he even did the glow plug. I would have just bought a new one and been done with it. No, because <laughs> it's, it's good to learn how to do these things. Yeah. And when we were in Flagstaff this last winter, we had tons of problems with our batteries and our diesel heater because they don't operate well at high altitude, which we didn't know. Do you do you use the high altitude uh, mode? We figured out along the line that you can do that, but it I was like when we were time. leaving. So, yeah. but hey, if Silver Dollar City is not canceled, on Friday, you should totally come over and help me put in the diesel heater tomorrow. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> tomorrow I, while it's uh, snowing? Totally. Well, why not? Well, I got the uh, in-laws in town, so that sounds pretty good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I hope they watch this. I keep forgetting that like we're on camera. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, have I been making really weird faces? Uh, well, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> and and we'll get like, the comments. So we've so. got, you know, the one camera looks down on the table, and the, that one does a close-up of you guys. and that one's A close-up? Close yeah, pretty close. Is my wait, face wait, so shiny? there's that one. Is there another one? Oh, there's one over there. Yeah. That's the main camera. You'll be surprised at how uh, legit this turns out. My face out. is probably oh. shiny. I didn't touch anything up oh, before I came fine. in here because I was thinking podcast. The lighting in here does it does pretty good on like making it look pretty realistic. Dude. Cool. I had Brandy sitting there trying to get it right because with I her to makeup, look better than shiny. realistic. That's how we sound too, right? Absolutely. <laughs> like my voice sounds a lot better on here than it does in real life. Yes. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed. I didn't want to say. I noticed. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, yeah. So when when we did. We did ours. I wanted everything on diesel. Um, obviously, I wanted an instant hot water heater because when you're can- – that's another thing I want to ask you about yours is the winterizing. Um, but anyway, so um, all the diesel stuff I tied right into my main tank. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Chinese heater, I thought the same thing. Oh, yeah, I was going to say the, the high elevation mode. I leave it in that all the time uh, because your fuel pump ticks slower. 
And when your fuel pump's ticking slower, you're using less fuel. And those things, those things burn up so they're so hot anyway. Yeah, you they don't are. Real, I don't ever even run it on high. Sometimes we have it set up so high, and I'll come out in the middle of the night, and I'm just like turning it down because I'm yeah. so hot in the middle of the night. When Dude, it's because so the cold. front of the bus doesn't get it's as warm drafty as you want. up front. Yeah, mm. very drafty. Do which you, do you have an onboard generator or no? No, it's not on board. Oh, it's, I saw it. It's yeah. on the back, right? It used to be. We have huh. a different one now. It's actually it's smaller. It's and the quiet one. It's the Predator you got a remote. We ha- no. Oh, the Predator from uh, Harbor Freight. Yeah, because yeah, it's super cheap, and you can like with the warranty. Like if you have any problems, just take you it just in, get take a new it one from there yeah. for infinity yeah. and beyond. Yeah. Like you pay for it, but it's not as expensive as getting a new one. Do you leave it right on that back deck when you run it, or do you put it somewhere else? I will leave it on the back deck and tie it around. Yeah. Underneath, so I like can lock it up there. Gotcha. But I'll leave it up there. But no, it's normally under. So our back bus opens, and then I have it stored underneath our bed. Yeah. But not while it runs, obviously. You could put a no. Stellar uh, Onan on there, like a diesel. We used to have an Onan generator yeah. on our RV, and I'm not going to lie, it did not make us a believer because we have never had to fix anything or put more money into something than that stupid generator really? that was still didn't gas? work. It was gas, gas but oh. I don't care. Yeah. I, I'm like, I would rather do the warranty on uh, a freaking Predator for well, the rest the of my life. The goal is to completely, because we're all solared out right now, but mm. the idea. We want to be totally self-sufficient yeah. on solar, which we'll get there eventually. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably always have a little generator just in case, but. Yeah, don't get a well. I've learned my lesson like with electric stuff. Watch, there's this guy traveling across uh, from uh, L.A. to New York right now, and he's doing an electric van that he made. You watch that dude? Like an no. electric engine? It's he did a conversion. He put a Tesla motor and all the stuff into an old like uh, I keep wanting to call them hippie vans, but I don't know what they're called. VW bus. VW bus. And he's going. He went all the way from there to there. It looks like a nightmare. Perfect for YouTube content. Yeah. But literally, he drives 150 miles or 200 miles, and then he stops and charges for 17 hours. No, we'll never do that. I will yeah. never do an electric engine unless they make it Gotta more have efficient. Gas. Did you hear the one what they're doing with the the semis now? They can go 500 miles. Yeah, Tesla does some crazy stuff, man. Like th- those are cool, and they're quick charge, so you can charge them quick. But I mean, like to me, there's just not enough. Um, I don't know. The, the whole system has got to be built better for electric before I'm willing to switch. Oh, and yeah. Like to, when I talk about. Force, it's just not like I had an electric car for a couple of days here and there was like two or three charging stations at that time. I'm like this is miserable. Mm. And then you get there and people are other people are already using them. It's just it's just not practical. You can't take a society, which is America, and say. We're gonna go electric now. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do this. In five, we're on a five-year plan. It, like, it's there's gonna too take many cars. time. Yeah, twenty years. I, I would think is like a good number to say we can start kind of weaning. Yeah, but still, everybody's <laughs> electricity still runs off coal and everything else. I mean, like when I talk about solar and everything running off solar, I'm not yeah. talking about the engine. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. like the yeah. house stuff. Makes sense. Everything, yeah. air conditioners, which we can already do that now pretty yeah. well, but. Everything, yeah, our solar is perfect what we have we need except more panels. for AC. We yeah. need more solar panels. Like in the summer at nighttime. Like during the day we could run our air conditioners and be fine, but I want them to run all night. Yeah, and the other thing that kind of sucks is you probably do lithium batteries, right? Yeah. So lithium, lithium batteries are great, but as soon as they decharge or you get in really cold climates, they start acting up. So do you want to hear what we did? They're so expensive. You heat them. Well, no, I'm really interested. Because we did that, but the heaters used a lot of power, so we just Uh, moved them inside. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're in our bus because they're safe to do that. But you mentioned winterizing, 
everything in our bus is built on the inside. So as long as the inside of our bus is warm. Which it always is because we live in it. So like we've had our gray water tank sometimes will freeze if it's like negative temperatures for you got a little a valve on your gray water you can just leave open? Yep. That's yep. what I do on mine. Oh, yeah. but I, I mean, forget like, it's open sometime. We were camped in a Walmart like last weekend, <laughs> and Brandy took a shower in there. It's like soapy water all over the parking lot. Oh, yeah, that happens to us all the time. Karen will come yell at us for it. But, yeah, no. I mean, sometimes the gray water tank will freeze, like when we went to Flagstaff last year because it was negatives for days and days and days. But typically we're not in those kinds of winter temperatures, and yeah. even then, like – it's that's not a big deal. No, yeah. the pipes aren't going to burst. You know, all of our pipes run through our floors, and so we haven't had any issues with that stuff. So yeah, we don't packs. win. Did you do packs when you did yep. plumbing? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so they'll stretch. They'll <laughs> I talked expand. to somebody at a tiny house festival yeah. who said that he bought a camper for like a thousand dollars, and he's like, "We want to rebuild it." And he was like, "We bought it from this guy. We went in there and we asked him what he did for winterizing, and he literally." He was like this old guy, and he'd had this camper for like 40 years, and he would just use whiskey. (laughs) He was like, you cannot imagine what it smelled like. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you could do that. It's just really expensive. (laughs) I'm like, that sounds way harder and and more expensive. You know, like like 80-year-old scotch or something. Yeah, high alcohol content. Oh, Guys, running short on time. Yes. We are, because we have dinner plans tonight. We're going to get soup, salad, and breadsticks at Olive Garden. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite. I've been talking about doing this for weeks, I've been That's wanting to do it. That's on the way back to Sodor City, too, right there on the left, right? Yeah, so yeah. We, we're camping at Branson View Campground, so it's, like, up on that big hill. Uh, when so does this podcast come out? Um, I'll probably put a I'll, – I'll go through and find some cool spots and probably put them on the, on our main channel tomorrow, and then it'll probably say some kind of exclusive or something and probably next week for the full thing. Okay, Sweet. good. But we be, won't be staying there anymore, so people can't come and find us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it'll, uh, it'll go out on um, – on Apple Podcasts and Spotify a little sooner, but brilliant. Yeah. As long as we're out of town by then, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have to uh, we'll have to get together and maybe see if we can um, do something. Have you guys come to the More Expo or something? Oh, yeah. that would be, be so yeah. much fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll if we're going to be around in town, like we'll totally yeah. go. Do and it. and we live an hour from here, so like Where if do you, you do this sort of, we're like in between. Um, What's your address? Springfield. Yeah. <laughs> we're <in the> Springfield <laughs> area. Springfield area. We're gotcha. we're on the outskirts of Springfield. He's a suburb. But so yeah, when you guys Lebanon, got it. Yeah, when you guys come, no, nah, no, nah, not not out that far. But when you guys come back, if you come back for the Silver City thing, we'll be be here. We so. plan on coming back in September. Yeah, so it'll be awesome. But yeah. we're not staying at the same campground, so don't try to come find us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big bluish green bus. No, it's not <laughs> definitely. Well, by then there may not be. So. It's true. It might we'll be see. a new bus. That's oh. a whole other story. We'll save it for the next podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, enjoy your breadsticks yeah. and thanks oh, for hanging out. Thank awesome. you. It's thanks been a pleasure. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Connor, you can kill it. Thanks. I told you these could run long. I know. We so could just sit fun. here and do 